Welcome to another edition of the Tom Green Podcast. If you listened to the podcast earlier with Matt Sheehan a couple of days, or yesterday, as I recorded that on Thursday, I said to myself before I introduced him, I was kind of excited to do a show by myself, and guess what? That opportunity came, and it came right now, as unfortunately one of our guests, Amanda Pavelka, the any uh, IU beat writer, canceled on us on last minute scheduling conflicts. Stuff happens, my friends. And before I get going with this Michigan-Indiana preview, I shall say, this business is tough. And sometimes things happen very unexpectedly, and sometimes they can be frustrating. That's part of the business, unfortunately. So if you're thinking about going into doing podcasting, keep in the back of your mind that sometimes you will hit roadblocks. You will hit things that are very unexpected. And you will hit circumstances to where you must act and you must react. And in my case, this is one of those scenarios where, unfortunately, we had a, we had a scheduling conflict. So we had to act. We have to react. And here we are doing a, a scheduled podcast flying solo. So nothing against our guests, but I'm just saying that if you're interested in doing this, in getting into this business... Sometimes decisions have to be made, and they have to be made on a whim. And this decision, as I've told you, had to be made on a whim to do it myself. And so here we are, and here we are about to preview Michigan taking on Indiana solo. First of all, I'd like to give a few shout-outs also before I get going. Yesterday, I went to the Fox Sports Detroit tailgate for football week in Michigan in Bay City. And I got to meet a few more people that I've added to the networking thread. If you saw that on my Tom Green Podcast Twitter, or if you're interested in in seeing that networking thread, tag me at TomTV23, at TomGreenPod, and I will refer you to that thread to which you can see. So I got to meet Herman Moore, the Lions wide receiver of the 90s, Uh, Greg Jones from Michigan State, Mike Martin from the University of Michigan, of course, go blue. Hope to get him on a podcast at some point. And I got to reacquaint with Brooke Fletcher, Courtney Welch, and Matt Shepard. It was always cool to see them and cool what they're doing. Of course, after the event at Kroger's in Bay City, they went to the Good Samaritan Rescue Mission of Bay City and got to help some that are not very fortunate as I am. So, good for them. Great shout-outs. Let's talk some Michigan-Indiana, shall we? Michigan had a very had an impressive win last week over Rutgers, of course. And, of course, you'd say, why, why was that impressive? Rutgers is Rutgers. Well, good teams can stumble from time to time. Great teams can even stumble from time to time. Michigan did stumble in the opening quarter as they gave up an 85-yard touchdown run. However... They got back to business after seven after tying the score 7-7. 42-7 was the final, and here they remain at number four in the college football playoff. As far as Indiana, they have had a season of up and ups and downs. I had mentioned Indiana on the Michigan-Nebraska preview with Matt Hardesty that they were at a four and one start. They looked very impressive and perhaps may have even cranked the top twenty-five. However, after that, they lost the next four. 
they went on a tailspin. And unfortunately, things haven't looked much better since. Now they are. Now they did win last week over Maryland. So they're getting some confidence back as they fight for a bowl and fight to face this Michigan team, which Michigan, of course, is looking at Ohio State. Michigan might be looking at the bigger picture next week against Ohio State and saying to themselves, oh, it's Indiana. They haven't won since 19, beat us since 1987. We're going to be fine. If they're thinking that coming into this game, they are sadly, sadly mistaken. Indiana is thinking, we're looking for a bowl, and we can top off. We can, we can beat a team that is looking, looking over us, that might be overlooking us. And if they are overlooking us, we can take advantage of that at the big house. However, that is a big thing with this game. At the big house, the big house is seeming to get the intimidation factor back to what it was under Bowen and under Lloyd Carr. Now, yes, the last two years under Lloyd Carr were not the best in terms of Michigan expectations, but we remember the last time we got rid of a coach due to bad ed, due to underperformance. It led to Richrod, and it led to Hoke. We remember those times fondly as Michigan fans. But with that being said, the big house, I believe, is gaining its intimidation factor back, and that is huge when it comes to games like these. We saw a top 15 ranked Penn State team go into the big house and literally get destroyed. We saw a ranked Wisconsin team come to the big house and get destroyed. Imagine if Michigan State had to come to the big house this year. And dare I say this, imagine if Ohio State had to come to the big house this year. Would they be alarmed by the intimidation factor? Or would they rise up to the challenge? Michigan had that intimidation factor, if you want to call it that, against Notre Dame. They cracked in the, in the first half and tried to come back in the second half. But however, it wasn't good enough. So Michigan has faced this intimidation factor once before. They went to state knowing about that intimidation factor at state. They came, they saw, they conquered. Does Indiana do this here? My answer, of course, as a Michigan faithful, is no. And that's because Michigan will not overlook Indiana. Harbaugh, does, Harbaugh has done an amazing job, believe it or not, at not overlooking the little guys. If you think about it, Harbaugh's only non-conference losses have come to ranked Power 5 teams. Utah, of course, at the beginning of last year, or I mean, not at the beginning of last year, but at the beginning of his coaching career, Notre Dame at the beginning of this year. Harbaugh's only non-conference losses, like I said, have come against ranked Power 5 opponents. This is not a ranked Power 5, well, this is not a ranked Power 5 opponent coming to our house this time, but it is a contest that is not to be overlooked. With that being said, Game preview. First quarter, I think Indiana, believe it or not, Indiana may strike first, but it may, but this shouldn't alarm Michigan, because Michigan has Michigan has been off to slow starts in the in the past as we've seen. 
So it wouldn't surprise me if Indiana scored first, let's say 7-0 Indiana to start out. Then Michigan turn, turns it up a notch. Higdon runs for over 100 yards. Uh, Peoples-Jones gets a touchdown. Shea runs one in from two yards out. And perhaps we're looking at 21-7 at half. After that, I think they might they might pull on the brakes and preserve themselves for Ohio State. So I'm going to get I'm going to say Michigan 41, Indiana 14 is going to be your final. However, it won't look like that at the beginning. So Indiana Indiana is not a team to overlook, my friends. Do not overlook Indiana because if you do and you lose to this team, then in, then you have Indiana going bowling. Michigan out of the college football playoff at two losses and fighting once again for the division title against Ohio State. And that's another thing, thankfully, we've heard the critics silenced about is, oh, you're third place finish. Oh, you're fighting for third and fourth place. You're inferior. Well, not so much this year as Michigan. Michigan's in front. They're in the driver's seat. And thankfully, they control their own destiny. Now, if you have not listened to the show before, I usually have a guest on, and I usually have rapid-fire picks for my last segment of the show. Unfortunately, as I have run this show solo, I will not be doing rapid-fire picks with a guest. However, I will release to you the rapid-fire games and have you guys pick yourselves who will win. Now, if you do, or if you are the, the top winner in the rapid-fire games at the end of the season you'll receive a prize that is not to exceed $25, as that way professionals and professional broadcasters can be in the game as well. So your rapid-fire games for this week in college are as follows. Syracuse-Notre Dame at Yankee Stadium. Cincinnati and UCF, which college game day is at. Iowa State-Texas. Northwestern and Minnesota. Florida State and B.C. And in the NFL, you have Titans, Colts, Bucks, Giants, Cincinnati, and Baltimore, and your flexed Sunday night game of Bears, Vikings. So pick those games. Right now, the leaders have an 888 winning percentage on the actual show. Cody Klontz is your leader with an 888 winning percentage. And in the fan rapid fire, Kyle Connolly at Con9320 is your leader with an 888 winning percentage. So if you win eight games out of nine, you're tied for the lead. And if you sweep, well, you're in very good position to win the entire rapid fire sweepstakes. So get your picks in and enjoy Michigan, Indiana. And now, as always, go blue. Next week, we'll be having, we will hopefully be having guests for our Lions, Bears, and Michigan-Ohio State previews. So with that being said, a short version of the Tom Green podcast, that is, but an effective and good Michigan-Indiana preview on the Tom Green podcast.